0: Part Two, Chapter One of Israel's Faith. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Scott Josephson. Israel's Faith by Nathan Solomon Joseph. How Religion Was Revealed. Before the world was very old, there were all sorts of religions people were not satisfied with the simple and beautiful religion taught by nature which declared one only god to be the creator of heaven and earth in course of time almost all men worshipped idols images of wood or metal or stone of their own making or worshipped the sun or fire or animals instead of the great and unseen god perhaps it was because god was invisible that they at first made idols to remind them of him Perhaps when they at first worshipped and bowed down to the sun, they thought they were doing honour to God, its creator. But in course of time, some worshipped the sun as if it were the creator, and others bowed down to idols, the work of their own hands, as if the idols had made them. It is difficult to believe that people could have been so silly. But it is nevertheless true. Hundreds of those idols are preserved in the British Museum, some of wood, some of metal, and some of stone. Many of the people who worshipped those idols were very clever, and were only silly in their religious belief and practices. Now if people simply believed in a foolish religion, and in other respects were good people, always doing right, and acting justly, their silly belief would, perhaps, do no great harm to any but themselves. But unfortunately it happened that the worship of idols led to all sorts of wickedness. The fire-worshippers, for example, used to sacrifice men and women, and even children to their fire-god, burning them in fiery furnaces as offerings. Read Deuteronomy twelve thirty-one. Captives of war, instead of being kindly treated or kept as slaves, were slain in like manner, as offerings to the idols. And such was sometimes the frenzy of idolaters, that many of them sacrificed their own lives, or the lives of their own dearest children, to those idols they declared to be their gods. All this went on for very many years, for hundreds of years. Religion became idolatry, and as idolatry grew, all kinds of wickedness grew, till at last the world became so wicked that it could never have continued in such a state. But God ordained it otherwise. He could not leave men to make their own religion, for the results had been too dreadful. So God himself had to teach the religion that was true and good and fit for mankind, not only to make known his own existence, his own ways and works, but to make known his will, his law, his code of right and wrong. The making known of this knowledge to man is called revelation. We read in the Bible how God revealed himself. It was not done in a moment. It was the slow work of many, many years god revealed himself to noah immediately after the flood by giving the world through him a few laws intended to prevent those acts of violence which before the deluge had filled the world read genesis six two god again revealed himself to abraham the son of an idolater he bade him leave his native land his kindred and his father's house and travel in distant countries and assured him that through him All the nations of the earth should be blessed. And wherever he went, Abraham proclaimed the name of the true God, and by his noble example of goodness, kindness, virtue, and unselfishness, showed the world that his religion must be the true one, and that his God must be the one only God. Abraham had several sons, one of whom, Isaac, was alone worthy to succeed him in his mission. He too traveled about working like his father to make known to the world that as god is all goodness so there cannot be godliness without goodness and that the love of god is best shown by the love of our fellow men jacob too was considered worthy to follow his father in his task of improving the world in spite of all his faults and failings sacred history shows jacob to be a grand example of confidence and belief in the goodness and power of god jacob died and so too joseph and all his other sons while they lived they and their descendants were loved and respected by the egyptians but when they died the great good which joseph had worked for egypt was soon forgotten A new king arose, who knew not Joseph, and all the Israelites, or descendants of Jacob, were cruelly treated. For they were too prosperous. They increased in numbers, and as they increased, so the knowledge of the true God probably spread throughout the land, and threatened to put an end to the idolatry of Egypt. The Egyptians grew alarmed at this. They worshipped living animals, birds, beasts, and reptiles. One would scarcely believe it. For the same history which tells these facts gives full particulars of the wonderful learning of the Egyptians, and shows how they were wiser in science and in the arts than any people of that age. For a long, long time the Israelites were oppressed by the Egyptians, used as slaves, overworked and tormented. But in spite of all this ill-treatment, they did not join the idolaters of Egypt. They remained steadfast to their religion. And when they suffered, they cried to the Lord God of their fathers, the one true God, whom they had been taught to regard as the ruler of the world. Their cry was heard, for God sent them Moses to deliver them from the oppression of the Egyptians, the man who was to make known God's law to his people, and through them to all mankind. We read in the Bible how Moses followed the commands of God, how he communicated his message of deliverance to his people. How he begged Pharaoh, often and in vain, to allow the Israelites to leave Egypt. How the wicked king afflicted the Israelites more and more. How Moses threatened him with the anger of God. How Pharaoh persisted in his wickedness. How Moses worked miracles in the sight of the king, to show that God indeed had sent him. How ten terrible plagues were sent, one after the other, to punish Pharaoh and his people for their ill-treatment of the poor Israelites. And how on the night of the tenth plague, when the firstborn of every Egyptian family was struck dead, the children of Israel, who, living in the midst of these awful plagues, had remained uninjured and untouched by them, were allowed amid the scene of death and suffering to pass out of the cities of the Egyptians, unhurt and without hindrance. But the miracle which more than any other was to show the Israelites the power of God was the destruction of Pharaoh's host at the Red Sea, saved in so wonderful a manner. When all hope of deliverance had vanished, they were compelled to believe in God. Indeed, the Bible tells us that when Israel saw the Egyptians dead upon the seashore, the people feared the Lord and believed in the Lord and his servant Moses moses led the israelites from the banks of the red sea into the wilderness of arabia and here they were fed daily with food which fell from heaven a pillar of cloud led them by day and a pillar of fire showed them the way by night they lived a life of miracle for all their daily wants were supplied by an unseen hand and by no work of their own after a few weeks of this miraculous life in the desert they came to the wilderness of sinai AND THEIR MINDS WERE THUS WELL PREPARED TO RECEIVE THE GREAT REVELATION, THE PROCLAMATION OF THE WILL OF GOD. THEY WERE READY TO LISTEN AND TO BELIEVE, AND WHEN THEY CAME NEAR THE MOUNTAIN OF SINAI, WHERE GOD WAS ABOUT TO REVEAL HIMSELF TO THEM, HE CALLED TO MOSES, AND BADE HIM PREPARE THEM FOR THEIR MISSION. HE WAS TO TELL THEM, IF YE WILL OBEY MY VOICE INDEED, AND KEEP MY COVENANT, THEN YE SHALL BE A PECULIAR TREASURE UNTO ME, ABOVE ALL PEOPLE for all the earth is mine, and you shall be unto me a kingdom of priests, and a holy nation. And when the people heard these words, they answered together, All that the Lord has spoken we will do. The declaring of the law was a wonderful event, the greatest event that ever took place in the world's history. God revealed himself and his holy will through his servant Moses, not secretly to a few, not in a dream by night, but in the open day, To a whole nation of six hundred thousand men. End of part two, chapter two. Recording by Scott Josephson.